all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast. It's Matt, and I'm here with Justin. And this is our final segment for our last episode of the 2022 calendar year. I know we didn't get started right when the season started because we were working out some things. So I thank you guys for your patience, the um, people who were with me from all that. And now you tuned in with me and Justin for Golden Spaces. We appreciate y'all. And the support has been great. And we've been doing wonderful. And we hope we continue to grow. So please share with people. Tell them about us. Make sure you continue to download and leave us positive ratings and reviews. And tell other Dubs fans about us. You know, Warriors World was good to us the other day. He uh, reposted our episode and definitely like, you know, I saw the the impact from she doing that and also like got some new followers and hopefully you guys enjoy the content we're delivering. So tell others about us, um, please, because we, we enjoy the support and we love putting out content. So Justin, what do you think? Because I'm looking at the West. And I don't know. I feel like a bunch of teams are fraudulent, Justin. That's what I'm seeing when I see these games <laughs> on night to night basis. So I think the Warriors can still win it all. You know, like I haven't actually given up on that idea. Um, I don't know that everybody would agree with us or I agree with me because I don't actually know what you think. So I'm curious. Do you think the Warriors are still going to win it all? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm think that until they don't do it. You know, so um Nets are hot. Yeah. They've won ten in a row. No, no, I'm not worried about them. <laughs> um they're a good team. And I'm I'm actually I'm actually glad that they're playing well and that they're good. So there's no more like excuses built into whether or not they lose or win. You know what I mean? Like it's been the Katie needs help thing for the last two seasons or whatever. So now that they're actually good and they have expectations, well, they're second in the East now, actually, too. So and it's if they so lose, funny though, because they had a coach, and I was told that they don't have no help. And the only thing that's changed is the coach, not the help. And now all of a sudden they're winning. Like you see how that no help help thing goes? It's interesting, right. right? Yeah, I mean, shout out to them. Shout out to KD for going to Brooklyn to play the style of one-on-one basketball that he loved so much that he wanted in Golden State, saw it didn't work, and then Jock Vaughn came in there and was like, actually, we're going to play defense and we're going to move the ball and play more like the Warriors. And now they're winning games. So um, just hilar- a hilarious uh, full-circle moment there. Hopefully they, they continue to commit to that type of basketball and they can see some success. But um, overall, I definitely still see the Warriors as the best team. Um, it's just a matter of can they get to the playoffs in one piece with a good enough standing so that their main guys can go in full head of steam, you know, cause we know when their main guys are locked in and they, they come up, they, they get up for a game, they're beating everybody and they're smacking them, right? They did it to Boston. Boston came in and talking trash, not talking trash, but talking about how they wanted to right the wrong and, show everybody that they've corrected some of the mistakes that they had or some of the flaws that they had in the finals. Golden State was like, all right, smacked them. 
Memphis was talking all that trash about being a dynasty without Steph. Golden State was like, all right, smack them. So I do think that they have a gear that a lot of teams in the NBA don't have. Um, it's just about being healthy and not having to go into every single playoff series potentially without home court advantage and having to win four straight series in a row without home court advantage. I think that's a that's that's a tough task, but yeah, for sure. I still got them winning it all. So the youth have been showing promise, right, in these games. Um while the best two players on the team are out. I know that might be controversial for some. They might consider Dre the second best player on the team, but I give it to Andrew. I, Andrew and Dre are 2A, 2B for me. But nonetheless, um, they're missing those two guys. And so the young guys are having their moments, right? And there's a number of them who've been showing promise. I feel like the more that continues, the less likely there is a chance of a trade um, for someone. So if that is the case, if they just continue with this team as is, how do you feel about that? Um, I think that they wouldn't not be giving themselves the best chance to win it all, but I would not say that they would be completely taking themselves out of contention. You know what I mean? I think Kaminga has shown that he can be a player that can play in high leverage games. And, you know, Dante has also shown that. So at that point you got eight players, you know what I mean? That you can rely on. It's just tough that, what, how many, about like five or six out of those eight are just perimeter-based players more so than front court. So it's putting a lot of pressure on Draymond and Looney. Um, and we've seen that Draymond and Looney, as good as they are, sometimes certain matchups just aren't the best for those two type of guys. So you want to have a different option that you can go to. Um, and that option just hasn't presented itself yet as a front court piece. So I do think it's imperative for them to try to find that piece whether it be buyout, trade, anything. Um, but I don't think it's currently on the roster. At least you can't trust it right now. So it, it'll be tough for them to go into the playoffs with this same exact roster and expect to compete for a championship, but it's not impossible, I don't think. Okay. Yeah, I just – I mean, definitely in the West, I'm just not moved by any of the West teams, right? So I I still think the Warriors, at a minimum, are definitely making the finals. Um, and until another team just outright beats them in the finals, with, with all of them starting each game and playing, because we know, like, Clay, Dre, Steph, and any series where they've all started – and played they've won right and so until a team actually can do that and beat them I'm gonna still say I always take them to win um so I guess that's where I land on it too but we shall see right we shall see how things things play out and it's also because of that why I'm gonna say like you know what the MVP race is still open because on Christmas day at the end of that night, I was told that Jokic is now the clear front runner. And then Luca had 60, 20, and 10. And it was like, oh, he's back to MVP. They just get to a four seed, you know? And then, mm-hmm. like, at some point, you got to start putting Kevin Durant probably in the MVP race, right? Because, I mean, they're second in the East and they're on a 10-game winning streak. And I think he's sort of been overlooked, right? So I just think it's not really that clear yet. And there's no, like, 
definitive, definitive front runner. And I think if it remains like that by the time Steph gets back, he can reinsert himself into the race. For sure. Especially if they run off a six, seven, eight game win streak themselves and he continues to play that the level that he was playing why when he got injured. Because um, he was playing as the best player in the league. Like I think it was clear impact wise, numbers wise, everything that you want to consider. He was at the top of the league individually. So the team wins. They start to stack up. They start to climb up the ratings. They start to climb up the standings. Um, he has a compelling case. Um, so hopefully he comes back sooner and later, and then they can just, you know, kind of get it rolling. Because I said they, they have to have a big run in them if they want to climb up the standings and establish themselves as, like, contenders, like, on the books, right? Like, on paper contenders, right, as far as, like, where they, like, top three seed or whatever. They, they got to go on that run. That's similar to what the Nets are doing now where they just win, like I said, 15 out of 20, something like that. So hopefully this is the start of that run right now. They've won three in a row. They can keep it going. And, yeah, they can make some noise. Steph can make some MVP noise. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm really not trying to give, like, Nash a pass or anything. I don't care that much about the Nets, but I just think it's, interesting because they were playing that brand of basketball because he didn't really have a choice I would say you know like we know the system Steve Nash has played in Phoenix Mm -hmm. he was like a consultant for the Warriors there's no part of me that believes Steve Nash thought that that was the best way to play basketball and so it's just interesting when you know Katie kind of says it's me or him you know and you got Kyrie saying we don't really need a coach um and ultimately he loses his job and it's just like people are like, Oh, he's an awful coach. I'm just like, was he an awful coach? Or was he even given a chance to coach? Because basically Kyrie said they didn't have a coach. Exactly. Like they he was basically <laughs> running what those two wanted to run and play. And maybe you just say, Well, that's what you get for not standing up to them. I don't know if that if he had much of a choice, but it's just unfortunate to me that like now his legacy is like as a coach, I don't know if he even has interest in coaching ever again, but like it's sort of tarnished because it's like, oh, you can't coach. And now, and I mean, I'm happy for Coach Vaughn and like, you know, black man. I love to see that and him get his chance, but it's like he was given the latitude to coach, thankfully, mm-hmm. <laughs> something that Steve Nash wasn't. So the Nets are interesting, but um, gonna be looking forward to when they come to the Bay to make up for that shellacking. <laughs> they put right. on the Warriors, but um, yeah, season is going to be interesting, definitely. So, looking forward to talking about it more. Um, other things you can look forward to, um, forward to with us um, in the calendar year 2023. We'll be having some more guests on and just some other fun things. So, thank you again for tuning in and supporting us. Justin, a man of so many words, do you have anything you want to say to the people before we close out 2022? Um, let's get ready for another banner in 2023. That's all I got to say. <laughs> oh, my God. Justin be cracking me up because I'll be like, Aah! and he'll be like, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> that's so hilarious. Um, so happy new year, y'all. Early. Be safe. Whatever you do. Let's go, Dubs. See y'all or talk to y'all rather in 2023. Take care. Later.